haunted it is it's spooky is it creepy. spooky is it haunted you, yeah, you hear noise once in a while we, that's sometimes just we, the, the dog sex like lady. randomly like barks in like a room because we're like oh because she sees spirit spirits yeah she sees spirits yeah and do then you, like when the heat's like not on I, I turn the heat down at night you know and then all of a sudden like there's like the do. clanking because it's the old radiator pipes you know and stuff and there's like this clanking but it sounds like someone's in like the basement like banging on a pipe like like the What's his name? The guy from the Christmas story. What was his name? Old Ebenezer. Jacob Marley. Jacob Marley, yeah. the one who's got the yeah. chains. He's like, Ebenezer, you uh, cunt. <laughs> you Scrooge. Y'all go Ebenezer. That's a name. Um, so do you believe in spirits? Are you a, are you a, where do you stand uh, on, on the you on know, the occult? I'm, yeah, a little bit. Like I, I believe in the possibility. It's like it's sort of like believing in God or something, I guess, you know? Like it's for me. It's um I don't I don't fully believe it, but I don't sort of doubt it either though. You're not ruling it out. No, no, because there's weird things that happen. Um uh, you know, there's there's too much around to just kind of like dismiss it altogether too, though. Like, right? I I mean I I could see there being something, um, you know, I, I don't know if they ever sort of present themselves or there's, there is maybe it's more of a, uh, an aura or, or a presence in the house. Hmm. Um, I wonder if you keep your mind open to that, if you're more akin to see it, like I, yeah. I, whenever I'm scared, I just fucking psych myself up and like start laughing just to like, will any <laughs> bat, like we heard something the other night. And I was, Kristen's like, you gotta go downstairs. And I was like, all right. And then I just started like laughing at the fact that I was like walking around naked, completely unarmed. I was, and so I just started saying, (laughs) I'm a naked man. You can murder me. Don't run away. I'm here. Like, because I was really afraid. Yeah, I was really afraid. I was very vulnerable. Um, well, that's a, that's kind of the stupid and the funny thing about it, though. Is so it's good that you're sort of laughing because it is like you're not like. Yeah, you're just if you're naked and you're just walking around a house and someone's in the house, like what the what are you gonna you know like what's gonna happen? Yeah, you might as well just put a like a feather or something in your asshole. That's the only way to make yourself <laughs> more vulnerable. Like I we got I got back into bed as it turned out it was the shower caddy that had fallen. Uh, right, right. Which because the like the suction went off, so that was what the noise we heard. But I uh, I was like I should get like something like a golf club. Like I should have something under the bed, right? Like. Right. Yep. Or a gun. Well, no. No. (laughs) Right. But a baseball bat or a knife or like, you know, I always. I don't even want a knife. I don't want a knife. I don't know how to use a knife. It's too dangerous. Something will happen with our luck. You know. Uh, Yeah. A bat is even like. I mean, Kristen could take one good swing with a bat, so that might be the way to go. Just in case, accidentally. (laughs) Maybe one of those mini bats. He get the ball far. Oh yeah, the ones that Dylan can't hit home runs with that one time remember we played stickball and he just could not connect the only sport that guy's ever failed at was magnificent he could not do it i need to i need that i need like a mini yeah i need one of those yeah yeah incredible do you remember incredible and incredible 
Uh, it was like a kind of a sort of by name, but I couldn't. I don't think I can describe it. They were what? like they were like cheap toys that were like bait. It was like a real wooden bat, but like a soft ball, and you could like play in your backyard. Anyway, just crush it. Just crush, crush the ball. Yam it. Oh, yamming it. Speaking of yamming it, uh, the World Series happened last night. It's know? over. Did you know? Oh, it is. It is. Yeah. They celebrated yeah. by spraying ginger COVID all over the field. <laughs> They're like, let's get our biggest, ugliest ginger out here yeah. with COVID. Who may or may not be infected. To come and rub his disgusting body all over ours. Is that, I, you know, that's I, how I'm, we're going to... That's how the Dodgers are celebrating their first World Series since okay. 1988. I mean, that's a far... With the mighty of fall... Like, they're like, the ratings are down in the World Series. I'm like, that's because we've gone from Kirk Gibson off of Dennis Eckersley to a disgusting ginger running on the field with, like, a tampon taped to his mouth, <laughs> hugging everybody. I hate him. I didn't watch a second of it, but I saw that I that either. was the lead story. I tried, I tried one night, like, the game five or something, or maybe four, and I, there was, like, I don't even know if I got one through one batter, and I was just like, oh, my God, this is taking forever, and it's so slow, and it's just, like, I... I'm, it's 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 sort of self perpetuating. Like if you don't like baseball, enjoy watching baseball. I don't think you can get yourself back into it. It's crazy to be like it's the sport where they're like, well, in person, it's fun, and I agree. Like there's something it's, to like sitting outside and drinking beer and hot dogs, but it doesn't have to be baseball. I'm watching. It just I'm so happens bored to be. It just games. happens to be the game that like I can sit through outside <laughs> better than I oh. can in like on TV. It's it's. I mean, it's cool in that regard. It's like. It's like opera. I'll like make the, like you wouldn't watch argument. opera on TV. But if you yeah. were at an opera, you'd be like, all right, I'll give this three hours of my time as long as I can like doze off occasionally. Like okay. baseball's just opera. It's like, nah, I mean, I'd I'll, rather not. My wife and I went to an outdoor opera in Rome yeah. last year. And it bored. was more exciting and more <laughs> thrilling than, than sitting out in a baseball game. And all the baseball games in Yankee Stadium have gone to in the last 10 years. Well, think of another thing that's like that much better. It's not even that much better. It's that much more palpable. There isn't a, there isn't a comparison. There's no. A, there's I'll nothing even, like baseball. I'll make the argument the other way, that actually baseball is better on television because you can switch channels and watch Ooh. something else in between pitches Ooh. or innings or you, whatnot instead of going and sit and stuck at a game yeah. and sit there for three and a half hours yeah. watching the slowest sport ever. I think there's a thing about baseball and like like white people our age that they're like it's our thing like they're like they yeah. they want it's like it's like become like it's become like a privileged douche sport it's like do you know what i mean not yeah. privileged but like i'm you know i'm I, i'm a dad i'm a new dad i'm like it like i I like the numbers i like what you know like there's there's something it's, it's becoming like like golf or yachting like it's it's do you know what i mean <laughs> Yeah, I think so. For the most part. Uh, yeah. I mean, you see a pretty diverse crowd. Uh, maybe it's because it's New York and Yankee Stadium and whatnot. But um, yeah, I, I, I'm talking like mid-market people. Yeah, no, it's, it is. There, there's, um, I, it, I don't know what it is. I can't describe it. But most of the, yeah, most of the people there, I don't enjoy the fans. Like I'll, I'd rather go to a football game where everyone's rowdy and drunk off their ass. And cheering and yelling yeah. for their team, yeah. then go to a baseball game where everyone's just sitting around getting drunk because it's so boring. I know and there's I, nothing better to do where they get drunk and then they get a sort of obnoxious. And it's not even because of what's happening on the field because there's nothing happening. On guilty the field. as charged. I got into a fight drunkenly at a Mets game once with Phillies fans. 
Like I, I'm not, I, I supposedly <laughs> like the Phillies, and they, they weren't even they on my level. Got like to a fight at the game with nobody there, and like three guys started fighting each other. Yeah, I mean that was kind of what happened here. Like baseball brings that's out the just, worst in me. It's also great. The great thing is, like, if you want to be obnoxious, baseball is the way to go because people like kind of treat it like tennis, like they're kind of quiet. So you really can be heard if you like. Mm -hmm. If you've got a a good set of lungs, you can be heard on the on the field. Yep. And people either really enjoy it because they don't want to be loud, but they really like the guy who is being loud because they always secretly want to be that guy. Yeah. Or they completely despise him because he's the biggest douchebag and he's so loud that they can't concentrate on the game and like fill out their freaking score sheet or whatever it's great when you land if you land if you land a good joke that isn't dirty like because you can't really swear at a baseball game there's so many kids like that's the tipping point you kind of have to figure out a way to be a douche without like saying anything completely revolting or racist of course but like if you can land a good one and you get like chuckles from the people around you it's like it's like crushing. Yeah, because it. it's so quiet, everyone can hear you. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like it's like crushing a stand-up routine, in my opinion. It's like you're just like, oh my god, like that must be what it feels like. <laughs> I wonder how many guys who do that or people do that at a baseball game and think they're really funny, and then they go try like a uh, uh, a stand-up night, an, like open, an mic open mic night. stand-up night or something. <laughs> they're like, all right, so the setup is this: like, Bartolo Colon is on the mound. You guys know who that is, right? No? Huh. All right, this joke might fall a little flat. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, congratulations, L.A. Dodgers. Sorry you didn't get to play the Astros and have a compelling sport uh, sporting event that people might have watched. I mean, like, if you're going to fix a sport, fix baseball. Like, let's just have it be the Astros and Dodgers. Yeah, like what, right? I, mean, I would have tuned in for that. I would have tuned in for that. I would oh, it would have been so great, and then especially if the and then especially if the Astros won, then then yeah. I hate the Astros, but I I just want I, I kind of wanted them just to just to win, just to fuck this whole thing up for all of baseball. I was people. I was leaning in that direction too. When the Yankees fell out of it, I was kind of like, all right, now I'm just gonna go for the next villain. I do yeah. like I do like the Mookie Betts won a World Series for a team not other than Boston. Like it's nice to see. It's nice to see L.A. just like really like if Boston's going to have to fail because it's nice that L.A. is the, the city that's winning all of their championships. Like, I, yeah, that feels good yeah. to me. I love that. Like, that does. Feel, oh, yeah. the Red Sox failed and the Dodgers won with Mookie Betts. Oh, the Celtics failed and the yeah, Lakers won, won with Rondo. Like, it's great. Like, that's <laughs> those are. How OK, how is how is Mookie Betts not the MVP of the World Series? I, I, I nearly put a bet on it. Did he not win? Like, I didn't check. No, so Corey Seager won, which he had a really great series, I guess, as well. I don't know who that is. Uh, he's the shortstop for the Dodgers. He's, he's, he's a good player. The odds, really must, good player. The odds must have been great on that. Um, but the fact that, the fact that Mookie Betts came to the Dodgers, they won the World Series, they've struggled for the last three or four years without him, basically. There's, there's, there's such a, a storyline there. It's baseball getting it wrong, once again. Yeah, like I, Corey Seager had a really great year. He went over three or over four last night, though, too, which also was like, and, and, and Mookie Betts crushed it. So in the deciding game of the series, also didn't carry as much weight. So I don't know. The whole thing. It's, uh, fuck is Corey baseball. Seager white by any chance? Yes. There you go. Chris. Yep. There you go. Yep. Baseball. Yep. I see your true colors. If a black guy ran on the field with a fuck that had tested positive for COVID, you don't think we'd be hearing more about it? What if he was a ginger black guy? 
<laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that right there. I'm gonna leave that right there. Just go. Just go away. <laughs> um, speaking of racist, yeah, Jeff Garcia. <laughs> oh my god, this guy. God, could you could you more thinly veil your fucking racism? You fucking piece of human trash. I I have to hand. Who's fucking Jeff Garcia anyway? Where exa- has he been for the last ten? years? Let me set this up for people that don't know. Jeff Garcia went. I guess he's a talking head on some show. I don't know which one. I, for, don't, I think for San Francisco, like for the 49ers. Actually. Oh, of course, because he played three se- one season there. I mean, the guy yeah. was on a thousand fucking teams. Jeff Garcia goes on TV and, and or some, some version of TV and criticizes uh, Cam Newton for his quote-unquote flashy attire, saying that like he should have... He, he should have been like asking to go in the jockstrap cart from the... the uh, whatever, the manager... And being snuck into the game because he's playing so bad, um, which is and and then saying that basically like Cam Newton doesn't deserve to dress nice because he's playing poorly, and it, apparently it's something that's bothered Jeff Garcia for years is the way that Cam Newton dresses. Cam Newton takes the high road and is like, "Listen, he's got a point. I'm not playing well. Let's leave it at that." Like he doesn't even go after him. It's not yeah. He but Cam does say one thing, which I think is important, which is like, "This is who I am. This is my culture," and uh, like at yep. least got that out there. That Jeff Garcia in this day of like what is supposed to be inclusion locker rooms is just furthering the idea that like white quarterback supremacy over black players. And and Cam looked fucking dope. Like it wasn't like he was wearing like a Russell Wilson half shirt. Like a Russell, sorry, Russell Wilson, Russell Westbrook. My bad. My Russell Wilson in a half shirt. Uh, but you know, like it, it was, it was like the outfit looked great. Like it wasn't like obnoxious at all. Like it's just a weird. It's not a weird thing to go after. It's it's just further perpetuating this idea of like really like white supremacy. I, am I being too harsh, or did you? What did you think? No. What what is what does your style and how you dress have anything to do with with how you play? Yeah. Right. Does that mean that all these guys have to get rid of all their like you know, uh, hundred thousand dollar sports cars? Like, because d- does that affect you? Yeah. Does does do they have does, to stop wearing jewelry, Jeff yeah. Garcia? Right. Do they have to stop wearing jewelry? Yeah. Do they all do have they to prematurely? Have wives? Do they all have to prematurely go bald? Right. Yeah. Um. Like it's 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 just it. It's so stupid and such a ridiculous take. And the fact that they're allowing him to actually voice this and then and give sort of sort of any sort of credence or recognition to it. It's just it's garbage. It's absolute garbage. Like everyone else. What about all the other guys who dress really nice and play well? Russell, you just mentioned Russell Wilson. Like he, he actually dresses he really nicely dress, for he, almost every game. His suits look fantastic. And whatnot. Uh, uh, and he slicks his hair and does all of his hair in all different kinds of ways and whatnot. You know, like it's it just. No, I mean, this guy was basically like, I think. Jeff Garcia, like it's a, it's a, it's him, it's him being takey Subtle first of all. Shit it's him being takey, but yeah, I think it's a, uh, he was like one. If someone would have baited him and been like, "What do you think of his hair?" He would have said something. He would have been like, "He can't, yeah. shouldn't twist yeah. braids." Jeff yeah. Garcia in two thousand and four, his then his now wife then girlfriend was arrested for battery of another woman, um, who it turned out later on was having an affair with Jeff Garcia. Okay. He didn't miss a game that same year. Jeff Garcia also arrested himself for a DUI. I'm as far as I know, Cam hasn't done anything worse than wear 
clothes that no. Jeff Garcia thinks is too flashy. Go fuck yourself, dude. Like you played on one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams. Plus you were a Calgary Grey Cup or Grey Cup like MVP. That's your claim to fame. You ate your balls in the Super Bowl, right? Didn't he? Or did he win with the Bucks? I can't remember. I don't He's remember. a. I don't. I don't think so. But the, the bottom line is this: like if we're if if that's what if that's what's grinding your gears, and maybe maybe it's just talking head shit. It's like here's content. But the fact that he like the woman like he was talking to on the show kind of gave him like laughed it off and gave him an out, and then he doubled down all butt hurt, looking like yeah. a weird Amish preacher because he can't fucking grow a mustache, but still feels like he needs to grow a beard so he doesn't look like a human penis. Like fuck you, Jeff Garcia. And I have to say this: Pittsburgh radio. Actually, I was driving my wife to work because um, that's my role in life. Um, they brought it up. And they both guys in the morning show had a similar sort of feeling. They were like, what the fuck does the way Cam Newton have to do with anything or dress have to do with anything? So I, I think I think Jeff Garcia might be alone in this. Um, oh, he's definitely alone. And because I think people have tried to attack him before on this years ago when he was with the Panthers. And and this is I mean, and listen, and and, and Cam Newton has also criticized uh people themselves and i think there was some he had some instances with a female reporter a few years back and whatnot you know so like this this whole thing though like people just you know you know what instead of instead of saying like this guy shouldn't be dressing like this and calling attention to himself after he played in a terrible game just stick just stick to the game stick to the facts yeah like are are you going after belichick for 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 cutting the uh, sleeves off that's a great that's a great call that's a great call. Could he do that? Can he be like, you shouldn't yeah. be able to dress Does like that a... affect his play calling and how he and how he's constructing this poor team and he had, how he has no talent and wide receivers for Cam Newton to, and, and, and an offensive line that is actually crap now because his offensive line coach retired from last year, who was apparently the genius. It's like it's, it's, it's so like there's so many other things and avenues you can go with this, but you're 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 good. <laughs> like why is why is Jeff Garcia wearing a suit on a show? Like, you know, you're a terrible <laughs> take, but you're dressed too nice then. Why? Why is Jeff Garcia talking? Why is he talking? <laughs> why? Why? why is he, he's on, he's on, apparently he's on NBC Bay Area, which, you know, covers the, the 49ers. Like, why does he have a job? Why, why, why have we not heard from him in 10 years or however long he's had this job with any other sort of take? Well, there you go, right? Like, do you think that the, the Bay Area, whatever it is, the kdec uh is pissed off that or they're stoked that they're getting this attention like they're actually showing their like their halftime show probably right like i don't know i don't know Did, was anybody criticizing tom brady last year when he played like shit for the way he dresses because he's all he's been on like covers of gq and and like esquire and all these other I ones know. i think i know it's purely it's pu- it's purely so because he's garbage black. like even the, the fucking scott zolak guy who's who's works for the uh, the the Patriots broadcast team. I think he went in on it a little bit or he has gone in on it, him in the same regard in, in uh, this season as well. There's just it's just so th- here's what I think and we can put a we can put a fork in it. But like I think Jeff Garcia comes from an era where like white quarterbacks dominate and it's a, not it's, it's not an inclusive fucking locker room and he's like right. he's like I should be able to tell my players how to fucking act and dress and there's a code and this fucking like Let's have a segregated locker room. And it's just like, go fuck yourself, dude. Like, I, I'm sorry. Like, I don't have any time for this. Like, I did, like, we're, like you, you can vote however you want to vote in a couple of days. But, like, 
Let's leave all that other bullshit aside. Like there's this, this is like, this is just thinly veiled. I don't think he even knows it's racist because he's just being a takey, stupid white quarterback. And just because it's too, it's too out there and too loud for your taste, just because you're probably a conservative. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, keep your head down kind of a dude. Exactly. But then now, all of a sudden, now you're opening your mouth. So, you, oh, you're open. Oh, I, I, you know what? Forget it. Yeah. It's not even worth like. Yeah, I'm sorry T.O. affected you this deeply, buddy. Like, let's, let's move on. <laughs> seriously. This guy's still seriously, butt, so still right. butt hurt about T.O. <laughs> He's scarred for life yeah. now because of yeah. T.O. Yeah. T.O. Uh, fucked him up. Yeah, exactly. Mentally. And not even like physically. He yeah. just fucked him up mentally. He can't deal with this. He oh can't deal God. with the fact that he only won when he had T.O. Like he didn't fucking do shit. He fucking, as soon as T.O. left, he fucking shit the bed and then had a miserable career. Like, sorry. Sorry, Hefe. Um, <laughs> it's, 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 you want to know something? He played, for, he played for the Omaha Nighthawks in 2010. I mean, give me a break. Like, in between his NFL stint. Yeah. <laughs> like, who the fuck is the Omaha Nighthawks? I don't know. Maybe it was like, uh, maybe he was just working as like a security guard for it. Like American a- football team based United Football League. I don't remember that one. I, no, hell no. As I sit here in my XFL hat. Um, <laughs> it's just pretty funny. Uh, yeah, yeah, but you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't play for him. You're right. I'm literally wearing an XFL hat right now. Oh, man. I know. Uh, hey, but my boy, my XFL guy is out there. Parham's out there making TDs, stealing touchdowns away from Hunter Henry. He's like, going to get it. He's going to become like New England's going to sniff him out. Like, if you don't think that, if you don't think that Belichick's like, who, wait, there's a gigantic tight end I could have yeah. on my team. Yeah, I think Parham's got Who's a future. A in the, I mean, I said I call it, this is one of my greatest scouting jobs ever, maybe my only one. But I'm one for one, so go fuck it's, yourself. It is. It is. Uh, it is your greatest achievement, <laughs> I think. Yeah, yeah. I get so excited now when I when I watch Charger games. He's so great. All of a sudden, like Parham, like he gets like he gets one target basically in the, each game, and yeah. they they keep going for touchdowns, and it's like it's incredible. And it, I text you right away because I'm so excited for and you. And then I get so excited; it's great. I mean, it's, he's he, and then I look immediately like go like post game onto his Instagram, and he's like number two and counting, and I'm like, yeah, dude, yes, like <laughs> this is so. See, great. And he's so enthusiastic about it too, which makes it even better. Yeah, he's a wonderful. I I love him so much, and he is my favorite product of the XFL. I mean, I loved him in the XFL, and it was. It's if if having wasted that many hours watching XFL games didn't tell you anything, it or didn't didn't inform anything in my life. It's this one player who has justified everything. All that all that lost time I can't get back. Uh, I wanted to circle back to MLB um, quickly because the ratings are have been abysmal, giving the MLB a little bit of of uh, I don't know like, like giving them a break. It, there is a pandemic. It's hard to rate anything. I mean hockey. I know, and because of hockey was down, too, though, hockey was so, down, yeah. NBA was down. I mean, whatever. You know, a- you know the only thing that's, what, that was uh, one of the there was one of three, I think, sporting events that were up this season. One was the WNBA. There you go. They had a huge leap in in viewership, I think, across the board in this, for the season, which is incredible. The only other one was like a couple like minor golf tournaments or something. It wasn't even. Oh, major. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. People have been watching that. I think that there's something like, I, I think that the NBA is going to pivot to this sort of play in format permanently. I think that's going to be one of the things that comes out of the bubble. 
I think MLB is going to do a lot more day games or maybe like these. They should really like consider these seven inning double headers. Like it feels to me that like MLB is getting so stomped by other major sports that they really need to turn back the hands of time and do more day, do more daytime programming. I think that it would make it more special. I think that it's like, oh yeah, I can go to a baseball game in the middle of the week, play a little hooky. I it's it's the way baseball was played until the eighties, anyway. At least at like Wrigley Field, like you can do day games, and I think that it like can make the game sort of back to its pastimey roots. I I I just don't see. I don't see anybody on the East Coast staying up to fucking eight o'clock to watch ba- baseball. Like I just, it's yeah, or it started at least started a little earlier, like at five p.m. game or something instead of seven or eight. I just feel like um, you just got it. You got to pivot to the to the afternoon MLB. Like it's, yeah, it's bring, you, bring it's back your the old, place. The WGN, you know, when it was like the Cubs and like yeah, the, yeah, and the, what was it? What was the Braves on? It was was it TBS, TBS or something? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was like you turn on during the day. Yeah. Like, and you're hey, like baseball during the day. Yeah, exactly. Kind of- it kind of goes back to like what the way it was when people were like, there's nothing on TV. So I'm going to watch Korean ba- baseball. Like if you if there's <laughs> nothing on TV, if you're if you're game, if b- baseball's up against like afternoon programming, lots yeah. of people will turn it on. It's yeah. it's great yeah. to have a game. Especially it's, it's the summertime, especially during the summer when kids yes. are out of school. Yes, just have fucking it. Just ha- put it on. That's when I was watching those games. Me basically, too. I feel me like too. And, and yeah, I was like, that's what kind of got me interested in baseball. Actually, I, you're right. I, I this I, is your best take ever, Chris. Thank you. I just feel like that. Yeah. That's the place where they could get. They should just they be have like to be different. Right? These are they have to be different. They have to be different. They have to figure out like they need to. They need to stop being like. A primetime sport and be pastimey. That's their thing. That's the nation's pastime. Just be. They need to zig uh, when others are sagging. They need to pass time. Like that's all baseball is. Like it's not like yeah. it's not like America's game or America's sport or America's thrill not fest. Anymore. It's just America's pastime. Just pass some yeah. time. Pass the time. Pass the time. And stop protesting so much, guys. Guys, maybe their ratings will improve. Then too. I know it's all those. I can't turn anything on that has a protest. Oh, they're like kneeling like every inning. It's just every yeah. I know. And oh, it's sickening. They're yeah. I all I want to do is is have them play God Bless America between every inning. And here we are. Yeah. With yeah. All and these. grab their crotch more. Come on. Can we get them back to grabbing their crotches more? I would. I would like it if Roseanne sang the national anthem every game. <laughs> Like if that was the, you know, like they were like Rosemary Clooney's God Bless America until they figured out she was racist <laughs> or whoever sang it. I don't know. Whoever. Anyway, the, the, if it, it, I think it was Rosemary Clooney. Whatever. The woman, the lady who sang yeah, it, but she was a racist. About, yeah. Anyway, yeah. what if they, they piped in just wrote Roseanne for every game? Like that would be great. That would be incredible. I'm only saying this because I had a dream about Roseanne last night. Don't ask me why. Um, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I love Roseanne. <laughs> I love Roseanne. Uh, you Chris, do? I I do. I I, okay. I I yeah. I'm a I'm a. I fan. don't care. Let's I'm a fan. On. Uh, okay. So, I had one other thing I wanted to ask you before we get into NFL picks, but you said you had okay. some NFL uh, in season futures. So maybe that it's more important that you talk about your thing. I mean, it's it's, it's not, but um, I I started looking at as I was preparing for for today's show and getting the spreads and stuff, and I started looking. I was like, let's look at some other potential gambling ideas. And and I noticed I noticed a few things that to me they were interesting. So I wanted to see if you, if you thought these were uh, these were good and it would interest you. As I well. love a future. Uh to win the AFC East, Miami is currently third at, at three plus seven hundred. I love it. Right. 
I think it's the Bills are minus four hundred. Which listen, the Bills. I mean, they struggle against the Jets here. Maybe they're just having a couple bad weeks. The Pats are still in second place, but plus four seventy five. Hmm. Like I, ju- I just think my that's a smart like Miami's maybe you know, and I know it's because of Tua and they're switching quarterbacks here now. But if he's good, or if you know he doesn't have to be Ryan Fitzpatrick, because you know Fitzpatrick has his own issues and problems from time to time. Um, that I, I don't know. I think that's a that's plus seven hundred. I think is incredible odds to to which, which to is just not win the East, sort of a, right? Huh? To just win the East, not just win the East, AFC yeah. East, just the, their own division. And they're only a game back or two games back right now. There's three Maybe and three two games back. I don't know. I thought that was also good. So another one. Division. I love. I love that. And in fact, I think that's a playable. I think that's going. a very playable bet. Uh, the NFC East. Eagles are minus one fifty five. Cowboys are plus three fifty. And you're I get gonna, the Eagles are probably trending upwards. You want the Washington the, football team, don't you? Plus four hundred. Yeah, but that that tie that I've thought about this, but that tie is going to come into play. And I feel like the Eagles have a tie on their record. And I feel like that's better than a loss, and that's what it'll boil down to. I have a feeling it'll be right. It'll be close because Riverboat Ron's doing some things. He's coaching that team up, but I'm a they're, little... They might not be great, but they're manageable, and they, they're, their defense is really good that they can kind of keep them in games. I mean, the offense is, is, is the huge problem, but they, I don't know. They're, 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 I think offensively, I was laughing at Kyle Allen being the starting quarterback, but if he, he can just sort of manage games, be a, just be somewhat sort of productive... Uh, you get Gibson and McLaurin the ball as much as you can. There, there might be a, there might be a formula there. And with the, and if the Eagles can't rebound health wise and keep struggling, and the, and same with the Cowboys, basically, there's a way for for Washington to kind of sneak in there. I like it. Like because because the other thing you could you combine this with though is is to win the the number of games on DraftKings has won NFC East number of win number of games for the winner of yeah. that division is over under seven and a half. Oh, so you take the under? I mean, you could conceivably take the under. It's plus one hundred five. Yeah, I, I mean, so seven. I mean, they all have what two wins right now, and we're halfway through the season, basically. Yeah, it's I again. I I think that if it goes to if it well, yeah, I still like the Eagles. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm saying there's a there's a I I do too, and I'm just saying there's a path there. There is a path there. I here's what I would I would say. Like I did this with the Nets because you know we talked about the Nets. NBA future to win the championship. And when we were talking about it, it was plus 900. Mm-hmm. Then two days later, like everybody sniffed it out and yeah. it moved to plus 600. So what I did, I thought for sure the, the Packers were going to win last week against the Texans. So I just parlayed a Packers win with the Nets future and got it up to plus 1200. Like if you yep. see a good future, my, mm-hmm. my suggestion to you is you parlay it with a, like a, like a guaranteed win in the NFL games. And you'll you'll you can hedge it up like double, like pretty easily. Like it's yeah. it's a good bounce. I don't know why I hadn't thought of this before, and I don't know why I thought sorry. of it at midnight. But I <laughs> you do your best thinking. So that Reds, Redskins line, for example, like plus four hundred isn't enough for me to get super juiced about it because it, did, no. it I I I see the path for the for the the Dolphins much easier for some reason than I do for the Redskins or the or I the Washington football team. My bad. Um, but if you could bump that up to like plus 800, now we're talking, you know, like yeah. pick a, pick a, pick a, pick a gimme, pick, pick a layup mm-hmm. this week in the, in the lines and then, and then do a quick parlay and, and make some there real money. I like that too. Yeah. 
Cool. All right, we're in agreement. Uh, was there okay. any other futures you were feeling? Yeah, there's a couple other things here. I want to see uh, bears under nine wins plus one ten. Yeah. Now I'm this not, isn't a I'm shot not, at your you and your bears. I'm not. Fandom. I'm not going to agree with you on this. They had a tough week, okay. but that was a good defense. They, it was a good defense. They, they played, but when they play good teams, they're 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 kind of they're. Their offense isn't great, and it's sort of stagnant, and I don't know if it's sort of fixable, and I think Nagy is a highly overrated head coach, especially as a play caller, caller just because he came from Kansas City and Andy Reid, basically, right? And yeah. he 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 sort of won that job off of reputation as a, as a sort of non-full-time offensive coordinator under Andy Reid. And I just think that, like, nine, like, they won, sure, they have five wins halfway through, so they should be able to get to four, but... I wouldn't be surprised if there's a total collapse in the second half of the season here where the Bears come crashing back down to earth and maybe win two to three games the rest of the way. I could see that too. I also really like the Lions right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that there's a chance that the Lions sort of pull it together and beat the worst teams on their their schedule. I think they can get around 500, I think, for the season. I think so too. And I think that the Bears could maybe not get to 500. Here's here's what I'm thinking though. It's only plus 110? to go under nine wins, which I think is really interesting to sort of tell that I think even Vegas even thinks that the bears probably aren't like it's, it's too, the over? Like I think it was plus 400 or something, right? It would be obviously it'd be like, Oh, okay. Maybe that's not that long. That's, that's too long of a shot there. But, uh, I think it, I think it's sort of telling that they are actually thinking that this is actually pretty possible. And that's why it's not great odds. And another reason why maybe I don't really, you're not really getting a lot of money back. I see what you're saying. Money. You're saying the Vegas is like, we're not even going to give you good numbers on this. That's how, that's how, certain we are that the bears are going to go under nine games yeah right but they could still get to eight i guess i guess which which is actually pretty pathetic though they already have five wins halfway through the year how bummed uh, how bummed must san francisco be to be looking up <clears throat> from the fucking depth of the nfc west at four and three while every other four and three basically gets you in the driver's seat in any other listen, like it's crazy yeah well right like oh, man could they just i mean one can you just t- take one of these teams and put them in the nfc east for right now, like they just do that every season. Yeah. Like, put one of these bet, you know, teams. That, uh, anyway, um, but here's another. Actually, this one I just thought of this one. What? I think it's possible because they're adding playoff teams this year, right? Yes, there's seven. So now. there's potentially. I think you could have the entire NFC West. There's a way to do. There's playoffs. a way. There's a way it happens. They have and they keep have. They have to keep doing what they're doing, which is like beating each other. Um, right. At, like, but then beating everybody else. Basically, they all have to finish with like really great records yeah like everybody's been pretty good at home except for the niners for some reason and i think that that like it has to be one of that kind of thing like beat each other but then beat everybody else like you said like there's there there is a way that it, it i mean i absolutely can happen um i think the saints will probably ruin that uh that might probably. be the one team that but that it. might be an interesting sort of uh bet too maybe for the rest of the season it's a just fun to bet. sort of like that's a fun kind of a hail mary there. yeah that's a fun bet i like that i, yeah. li- I like that yeah. idea all right, uh, we can just do. Oh, let me ask you these. Okay. Because the rest of them are. Uh, oh, I thought the interesting was Dallas and Washington aren't even listed for under overs right now. <laughs> they're not even on the board. Okay. Which is hilarious. Poor I Dallas. think because they they're not even giving you a number. Like they don't even know what number to to put out there. Uh, offensive rookie there. Who would you rather have, Herbert or Burrow at this point? Herbert. He's the. I that guy's a fucking monster. I love him. Okay. Yeah. All right. Burrow's cute. But Herbert's winning, Burrow's not. And I mean, you could say what you will. Like, 
I don't know. I mean, it's two, it's two and four versus one and five. Maybe I'm being a little drastic, but I, I, I just like Herbert better. I haven't watched a lot of Burrow. Um, and I think his he's covered every game he's played, right? So that's worth something. Oh, he might be. I, I think I think he's that. perfect in covers. I think backdoor backdoor Burrow or whatever they call him, backdoor Joe, uh, <laughs> Joey Covers. Backdoor Burrow is a good one. <laughs> Burrow in the backdoor. Burrow in my backdoor. It's not gay uh, if it's football. <laughs> Derrick Henry right now is the odds-on favorite to win the rushing title. Yeah, injuries, dude. Would you take I, no? Would you take him or the field? The, the field. The it's a, anyone can get injured. It's a running yeah. back. It's crazy. That's a that's an interesting bet. I would. I but that's we're getting proppy, and I like I like a future, but I don't love a like. There's a, there's a, like that's just a guess. Like there, if you. You can make a future make sense, like strategically. I don't think you yeah. can like make like a. I was just curious on that one. Yeah, here I got one for you. No, in more, okay. this is your wheelhouse. I think DeAndre Hopkins is the leading receiver in, in receiving yards and is the favorite plus three fifty. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But Calvin Ridley is plus eleven hundred, and he is only eighty nine yards behind Hopkins. Fuck Calvin Ridley. <laughs> All right, interesting, interesting take. Julio Jones has been fucking injured like half the season. Uh, I know. Calvin Ridley it probably will be for the rest of the season. Calvin Ridley is a fucking anyone that's ever had him on a fucking fantasy team will tell you that I fucking stay the fuck away. Guys, streaky is a f- motherfucker. I I know. He's been he's been more consistent this year, and they're you can have him. More. You can have him. You're the biggest fucking Falcons fan on earth. Like I don't know why, but you can have. Like I don't. I don't. I mean, want- listen. I had Calvin Ridley two years ago in my fantasy, and I think I traded him to you or whatever. So. Um, but I'll, I'm saying like, I'll here's what I'm saying. Like he, he's getting the targets, he's getting the yards and they're always either in a shootout or playing from behind. Dude, it's the, it's a, it, you can't talk me into it. Like you just okay, can't, there's no way. Now, okay. Let me, uh, let me give you, I got another sort of longish shot here. Okay. And it's Devonte Adams. Okay. He is 255 yards behind Hopkins. I like, see that to me, that's a more consistent offense. That, that right. And he's been, much... he's been, he missed three games already or something too. Yeah. And he's only, he's, and he's only the, like uh, 255 he's yards. Isn't that a lot? He's the only good receiver on that team. And he's the only good receiver. And they, they're going to, if he's healthy, they're throwing to him. Yeah. I right? like Aaron that. Rogers I like, is, I like, he just did this in the last game. He like outpaced everybody in targets and receptions by, like I think almost double digits or something. That makes more he, more sense to me. Much more sense. Okay, and his odds are like the eighth best at t- plus twenty five hundred. Oh, that that's see. There we go. There we go. I like that. All right. That's a, that that's like everyone else. Everyone else who is sort that's of between, for your consideration. I think that that's good. Okay. All right. So and everyone else between Adams and Hopkins is sort of like it's like Justin Jefferson and a couple other guys that you just aren't. They're probably not going to get enough targets and receptions for the over the course of the year they're going to run a little too inconsistently which i think ridley and adams are the probably the ones that are if anybody in the nfl are going to be on a consistent basis along with hopkins it's probably going to be those two guys in my opinion i i think that's right um i do you have any like just straight up like do what right now if i was to give you 50 bucks right (laughs) i can't but (laughs) pretend i can (laughs) (laughs) come on uh no, and I was like, Chris, slap this on a futures, uh, World Series bet. Like, I want, I want to know who. Like, just give me your, like, give me the team you think's gonna win the Super Bowl right now. Let's let's play it. Here's your fifty bucks. Who do you throw it on? Uh, 
man, you know, Pittsburgh kind of keeps hanging at the top there for me. Plus, like, I'm not sold on Kansas City right now. Oh, um, dude, I'm all in on Casey. I think they're fucking awesome. I think everybody's I mean, sleeping it, again. It makes like they're plus 400. Like that's like, the, uh, I mean, it's not. It's I don't know. I I you're you're probably they're not great right now. But didn't they swoon last season too? Yeah, that's true too. I know. So, um, but I guess for, for me, a plus 400. Then it's it's not. Um, it's not enough money. It's it's not enticing enough. No. Can I throw an idea they're, by you? Yeah. Go ahead. Tampa Bay at plus 800. Yeah. I was just going to say, like, they're probably the NFC one. I might have drunkenly like put, I might have drunkenly put, it, put, it, put a little bit of action on, on Tampa <laughs> Bay at plus 800. I, I was, like, just watching NFL highlights, and I was like, I was like, AB's coming there, too? Like, yeah, they've got two that good running backs. They've got two good running backs. If, Tom, if Tampa would stop forcing the ball to Gronk, like, a, they're a Gronk injury away from being really good. <laughs> Like, it's so dumb. Like watching Gronk try to cut is like, ugh. it's like watching my dad get out of a car. Like it's just not great. Grab my hand. Grab my hand. Exactly. Oh. Using the door using that like overhead door yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, there's no one I really love right now, especially with the odds. Like Seattle and Green Bay are are, are both like you know right around a plus a thousand at eleven hundred. Yeah, I the I, Saints fourteen hundred. I don't I don't see them. I got too I got too high hyped on Green Bay, uh, and they're they've actually decreased in their in their money. Yeah, here's an interesting Tampa here, Bay at plus eight hundred is nice. Well, I like can Tampa we, Bay can, at plus. Can talk, you can, go. No, uh, I was just gonna say like there's maybe the kind of the longer odds here is, is like the the Rams at plus seventeen hundred. If they're actually legitimately good enough, you love the Rams this year. You're giving I, them so I much don't, respect. I You're don't, giving but them so I, much Listen, if this defense, I mean, this defense is is better than I thought it was gonna be. Well, they have the two best Their defensive players more, in football, so that's. I know, but I didn't think that would be enough I, if the rest of the way, right? They also like this, he's a rookie defensive coordinator uh, who's like a linebackers coach, I think. In, Chicago or something like a year or so ago, like I did, I and their offense is you know with golf and the whole and like, but they seem to me you know with the rotation of running backs and the, and their wide receivers are just kind of good enough and, yeah. and productive enough. Like I, I'm not like there's something about them that like, I I don't you know I listen. Uh, they keep winning too many like games against against decent teams. Like if you consider Chicago a decent team and and, and arrest a couple of the other ones, like I, you have to start maybe paying attention to them a little bit. I guess I think so too. Uh, I think so too. I think that that's a little crazy, but let me give you this idea. It's crazy, and, then but... we'll, and we'll leave we'll leave it at this. So, okay. if moving to AFC, AFC and NFC champions, like getting away from yeah. who's going to win the Super Bowl, you yeah. can get you could get the Rams at plus eight hundred to just they don't have to they don't have to win at all. They just have to get mm-hmm. there. That feels sure. that feels good. I like that yeah, better like that. because the I AFC like is too. so yeah. is so. I think that's smarter, obviously. And then and then. If you want to go long, long odds, I think for AFC champion, like the Titans are still good, right? Like there's just because they lost doesn't mean they're bad. Like I, the Titans at plus 1000 feels like a decent, a decent for the championship. Yeah. Just that's the AFC. Kind of a, yeah. Like, I, I mean, at this point, it seems like Tannehill's really good. He can beat uh, every Henry. He can, he can beat everybody. I think, I think they're going to be, they're going to be in every game. Yeah. Um, their, their defense isn't great. I, there's, I think I said this last week, even though they, they sort of have that sort of, 
Seahawks style, like where they're just, they're going to be in close in every game. And yeah, it's kind of going to be like a shootout. Yeah. Um, and it, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be close and they're going to, they're probably going to win more than they're going to lose because their offense is actually really, they're going to the playoffs, but it doesn't, and they, and they could win game to game. Like there's, they're like, mm-hmm. they feel like a team that can win step by step. Like they, and probably, in that, and in that conference at this point, like the Colts, I'm not listening to the Colts. Oh, that's, that's a wrap. I mean, they're winning, they're winning the division for sure. Like I, I'm, Right, like, so then yeah. they really have yeah. to just get past the Steelers, Ravens, and, and KC, and I think that there's a a version of them beating all those teams. I agree. Okay, let's take it to Lions because we're th- we're there. Uh, we're and be, and because we might as well segue from your favorite Rams. They were the difference last week. We were tied neck and neck, eight and three each. A big week. Uh, going into Monday night. Mr. Monday Night, myself, uh, took the Bears. You took the Rams, and clearly I won. So that's right. I'm nine and three, and you're eight and four. No, that's a lie. Chris is the uh, Chris won last week. He hit nine and three, which is huge, big huge. week, big week. That puts us at. I'm just a game ahead of really you. Really well. I'm a game. We we are. Yeah, I'm a game ahead of you. I have 55 wins. You have 54 wins. Uh. Which is fantastic. Like that's we're Which is fantastic. We're do, I mean we're ten we're ten wins over over five hundred right now each. So that's pretty exciting. So before we move on, did you did you notice where I highlighted the little uh, highlighter yellow section below those numbers? I did, but what does that mean? I thought that was just left over from last year. So that that is that is last year's numbers for week seven. Wow, so I we both p- like you crushed it last year, and I was at fifty five wins. We were at the exact same place. We were basically the exact same place. Jesus Christ! For our season totals, oh it's my goodness! <laughs> we just like we're consistent, man. We're consistent. I don't I, even know what this means. I think I, that's a good thing. I want to talk to like a true statistician and be like, if and he's just gonna say like, yeah, if you have a big enough sample size, you're always gonna even out. Like I feel like we're just yeah, right. I think so. We're proving so, something. especially in this sport. We're proving something totally stupid at this point. Like, I really wish we weren't, but we are. Anyway, let's get to fucking picks. Uh, now, yeah. now, the one thing I do want to point out before is the last three weeks, the yeah. road dogs have been crushing it. There They've we go. We're like back. 60% or better. We're back. That's because there's fans in the audiences. <laughs> or fans in the yeah, stands. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe. I or no just idea. things are just kind of evening out here a little bit with, with road dogs are... are some of the you know the good teams just aren't aren't are are either getting too much points or whatever it is. That's probably that, you right. know, these teams are probably closer than you expect. <sighs> okay, so Chris. With that being said. With that being said, let's do picks. Uh, you want to do you want to read them again because you're better than sure. me. Okay. Okay, great. All right, Thursday night, Atlanta travels to Carolina. The Falcons get two and a half points. This is a, a tough game. I can't figure out Carolina at all. Like, I don't... Mm-hmm. I've got a... Well, I've got a feeling Atlanta starts winning games. Um, they were... There's got to be sort of like a, a, a positive regression, I think, here. I don't have a... some degree, right? Yeah, I, I, I'm just... I'm, I'm mush-mouthed right now because I, can't, I could honestly go either way. I'm just going to go ahead and say Atlanta wins this game. I've got, like, I think that it'll... Their potential offense without like a bad head coach might be more than Carolina's like should have been bad defense, which is out like playing above their pay grade right now. Mm-hmm. I I think plus two and a half. If it was three, I'd 
I'd love it, and maybe it'll move, but give me Atlanta. Okay, great. So week five, these two teams played each other. Yeah. In Atlanta. In Atlanta. Carolina was the was a one and a half point dog. Yeah. They won by seven points. It was twenty three sixteen. But you just told me road dogs are are picking it up, and so I. I know. I know. I know. I know. I just. I'm not sure. Like, so right, everything you just said about Carolina and their defense, and I, I feel like there's got they're they're sort of a regression to the to the mean as well a little bit here. I'm, I you know what I, I don't I don't know if they just have the formula to sort of keep Atlanta in check. Um, maybe Julio Jones wasn't playing in that game. I don't remember. Be I don't know if he'll play in this game or not. Yeah. That might that might come down like a Sunday thing. I sort of might change my opinion on this game. But I'm going to take Carolina at home uh, if for no other reason because maybe we should just go head to head on this one. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I was hoping, yeah. I was hoping that. Because I'm too. not comfortable with either of these teams. I'm not, bet- I'm not betting this game. Let's put it no. that way. Yeah, I'm yeah, not betting this definitely. game. Definitely. All right, moving on to Sundays. Line up. Indianapolis is the first game on the list. Minus three in Detroit, Chris. Wow. Do you go big on the home dog and it's a beard and pencil for you? You asking me? Because yeah, the answer is yes. I I am Detroit's clicking. Uh, I think Matt Stafford's better than Phil Rivers. I think that I Swift is starting to play a little bit better as a rookie running back. I Detroit's won two in a row. Uh, and I know the Colts have the better record, but I think give me the hot team, especially with plus three. All right, all right. Um, this is another terrible game that I don't really want to. I want to watch it. I want to watch the shit out of it. This actually I, could be. A, a, I think a, it'll be a fun. Decent game to watch. I think that the fifty over is nice. I think I would probably bet that over. Hmm. 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 This is a tough one. You know what? Again, I'll go opposite you. I'll take Indianapolis. <laughs> I don't even care. Okay. Next. Yeah. Vegas plus two and a half in Cleveland. Oh my god! These are now the same one, team. These this is the same team playing. It's a these team. Are the exact same team. They're this playing like the, each other. Week eight. It's just terrible here. Actually, um, these I, this actually fifty three and a half on the over fifty three and a half on the over under. I, I almost would hit the over on this one. Oh I think. really? I was gonna say hit the under. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. I, I, both these teams, I think, can score, and and their their defenses are sort of middling at best. At you know, like I. Uh, I'm kind of oh, Cleveland. I, as much as I would like Cleveland, I think Vegas can score some points here. I'm going to take Vegas on the road with the two and a half points. Even you're crazy. Uh, Cle- I know. Cleveland beats good team, beats bad teams, loses to good teams. That's exactly yeah. what you said last week. That's exactly. I'm not a good. Team. I'm going to just disagree with you straight up. I I like, yeah. I like the Browns. In fact, I like, I think two and a half is pretty juicy. I think that I think their defense is fairly decent. And uh, I don't think that losing Odell Beckham Jr. matters that much, personally. I mean, they, yeah. they've they lost their starting wide receiver and their starting running back, and they're still hanging in games. That's that's I, pretty I like impressive. Like, that's a, I don't think Freddie Kitchens does that. So, you know. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. Kevin Stefanski, I think, is a really great head coach. I like him. Uh, I think he's a really good offensive play caller. Yep. And game planner. Uh, and I think that, that's a huge difference why this team is actually 5-2 and two now, I believe, or whatever. Um. Moving on, though, the Rams travel to Miami as the road favorite, minus four. Uh, now, you go with this as, one because I. As much as I've been talking up the Rams here, and they got a really good defense, and the, probably the smart play here is to say the Rams minus four only. 
But I'm going to go with a little Tua Magic in Miami. Uh, I, I feel like that their offense, their defense, I, they're kind of they're playing. They're coming around four points is kind of a nice little uh, number to kind of take there. My, give me Miami plus four. This is cr- so so. I love Miami and I love the way they're coached. I don't understand why you put Tua in his first start against a ridiculous defense. Like that feels like such a fucking no man's land for him. I don't know yeah. why this is the week to do it. There's got to be somebody on their schedule. Like why not start him against the Jets? You know, like why? What's the fucking rush here? Uh, the only thing I I, th- I think it makes sense in some degree is because they had a, they had a bye week last week, so they, it's that old like you know coach adage or something that you, you you it gives them an extra week to sort of prepare and get comfortable and sort of work with him and stuff. I'm not sure I buy and, and then throw him out there a, against Aaron Donald. <laughs> yeah, but then you throw him in, yeah against the Rams there. Um, that just to me that doesn't make any sense. I like the Rams a lot in this yeah. game, so right. uh, we're gonna go against each other again. This one, Great. this this also feels like easy money. Like the four points, it feels like not enough against against a team who you think could make the playoffs. Yeah, I know it's weird, but I, I and I'm not even sure. I don't think I don't necessarily think Miami will win this game, but they could they could potentially keep this thing close enough mm. where four points could could you know. Um, give me a W in the wind column. There. All right. All right. Minnesota plus six and a half on the road in green Bay. Minnesota has no chance. I don't think this is a stupid, this is a stupid line. If you can get it at six and a half, take it like green Bay whooped a, a team by much more that was better in Houston last week. If you're trying to sit there and tell me that Houston can't cover, but Minnesota can, you're a fucking asshole. Give me green Bay. Minus six and a half. Uh, week one, Green Bay was in Minnesota getting two and a half points. They won by nine. Yeah, it's a, this is 43-34. The nice thing about Aaron Rodgers is he doesn't give a fuck about taking his foot off the, the gas. Like he will whoop you till the fucking whistle blows. And that's why he's a nice and, cover quarterback. And that's and that's week one. You remember they sort of got into a shootout there. For, for a while and they started trading like touchdowns back and forth. And then in the end, like they kind of clamped down or whatever you want to say. And, and green Bay sort of pulled it out and a couple extra touchdowns, I think late to sort of to, not taking their foot off the gas. Uh, and it, it sort of helped ensure that win. And I think the same thing, I, I think like, Minnesota can, can potentially score on green Bay. just not enough. If this thing was over seven and a half. I think I, I think I would be comfortable thinking about taking Minnesota. No there. fucking way. Uh, All right. But yeah, give me green Bay at home. Good. Move along. New England plus three and a half in Buffalo. Uh, you go ahead. You take you weeks. take this one. This feels the, like the over under is fifty. It's a guaranteed under. That's exactly what I was gonna say. I don't even yeah. give a fuck about the spread. It's all about that fifty four. That is an under that is dying for you to take it. Plus, it's it's the undermaster Brooke Costello's team Buffalo. Like he if if Brooke like I'm gonna text him and find out if he would take the under and I'm. Garen fucking to you. He's putting his kids' tuition on it. <laughs> that said, it is a, right. this is a I like I like the road dog in this one. I think New England can bounce back. I think there's something weirdly wrong in Buffalo. Uh and I think Belichick, Belichick can just coach. I don't he doesn't lose to Buffalo. So it's it's He doesn't. I, um, I feel the only like thing I got I think they got going for me. I know I know I don't think Buffalo has fans in the stadium in the stands. Um they don't. but it's Buffalo at home. It's only three and a half points. 
I'll keep for now. New England's office obviously is struggling here with yeah. their offensively. Um, uh, even defensively, I, I think to some degree, Buffalo, I, I think they can sort of control this game. I think it's a low scoring game here, but I'm comfortable with only three and a half points, even though this might be a tough game. I, I feel like Buffalo is going to bounce back offensively here a little bit. Uh, so that's why this, I'm not as sort of worried about that. I keep picking New England and I keep losing. I just realized, but fuck it. I'll do it one more (laughs) week. (laughs) All right. Next game. The jets. This is incredible. The jet. I listen to, to last, sorry, last weekend before we, we did our show, I had a dream that the jets were 22 point dogs to Kansas city. You had a and I woke up that. the next morning and I was like, oh, I'm writing this down because I'm hitting this game this week and this is going to be incredible. And then I turned out that the Jets and Chiefs, uh, Jets and the, and the Chiefs didn't play each other last week. And it turns out, it was, so I don't know if I had a premonition or whatnot, because now I mean, the Jets I, are playing Kansas City. I didn't even know eight. that they were, how did you, how did your brain know that they were, it's not like they're a, a, in the same division. How did you even know that? I don't know. It was weird. And I was like, oh, this is a great week seven thing. I, I had a dream about it. This, um, but it turns out it's week eight. Jets, are, But the Jets are plus 19. Which is now. very close. Has there been, a, has there been a, a, a line over 20 points in the NFL ever? Uh, yeah, I, I think I might have read somewhere where this, this line is like one of the seventh biggest odds or something ever, maybe. Something like okay. that. So there is a few. I think there was even one last year or the year before. We've, I think we've hit a couple. I'm dying to know, I'm dying to know who you take. 20 or something. Uh, what I don't understand about the Jets, and they, even though they covered last week because they they somehow held Buffalo down, uh, and and they were plus thirteen, and they and they only lost by eight. Uh, I, I I think here's the thing. I, I'm still <laughs> hanging on to my Adam Gase is a terrible head coach. He's he's had. Let me get this straight. He is thirty and forty one as a head coach. Yeah. 31 of his 41 losses are by 10 points or wow. more. Wow. That's a good number. But right? 19, and I'm not, and I know but 19, 19 or more. Than 10 here. Yeah. But I'm not actually sure how Gase even got the job in Miami. As the, He was the Bears offensive coordinator for one season in 2015, and their offense was ranked 21st in the league. He ran Ryan Tannehill out of town, and that guy's going to make the Pro Bowl this year. Yeah, he also he also isolates himself when things are bad. He's either looking down at that stupid worthless play sheet, or he's sitting down on the. I don't know if you saw the videos of this, but he he does this every couple games. He's sitting down on the bench all by him, loads himself. There's no one around him, not even an assistant coach. He's not talking to anyone. He's not coaching or encouraging his players. He's not even yelling at them. Like I've never seen a coach sort of sort of have this sort of. Uh, these normal coaching instincts or tendencies where he's like actually, t- but if he was winning, people, if he was winning, people would be like, it's genius. Right. He's thinking but he's it not, through. He has some, like, weird social anxiety disorder or something. Yeah. It's the, 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 like he's, he can't figure it out. So he's in his own head and he's sitting down on a bench with a play sheet buried in his face <laughs> in it. And he's, and he's not interacting with him, but he's not a head coach, dude. You're not even an offensive coordinator. Like you're just a guy, you're a stack guy Jesus, in the corner. Relax. On, can you just pick a team like, here? Fire this guy. Why are you, Kansas City, Kansas City minus 19. I'm taking it to the bank all day. This is my lock of the week. You're funny. You know, I here's a funny thing. We got to move quickly through these. So I'm just going to I'm just going to give you a quick ha- happy hello and a thank you. Uh, every week you put money line numbers in here. I don't know why we never bet the money line on the show, but I love that you do it. And this week, the Jets money line 
is plus 1080. That's you can make so much money on a a fluky Jets bet win here. I'm I'm not saying they're going to do it, but there's something very interesting about the potential of winning that much money on zero on on a zero bet. Like you put a 10 bucks on that. You put $5 10 yeah, bucks. Yeah. Exactly. Uh yeah. I'm not going to I'm not going to, but I'm going to 19's just insane. I can't do it. I uh, give me give me the Jets. Okay. Even though I think I'm wrong because I think Casey's like Casey was Casey can win without any like they don't even need to put the offense on the field. Somehow they're like winning. I don't understand it, but yeah, I, Mahomes. I don't even think he has to do that much in this game. He I think between he does it. Blair and 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 uh, Le- Le'Veon Bell revenge yeah. game here yeah. potentially. Yeah, there's Le'Veon Bell's running. Like if you, if you can, this guy's getting over. We there might be some bets where it's like over uh, hundred have... yards or something for Bell. Oh, if that if he, does that include receiving yards? Oh, maybe total yards or something. If it's even? total, I don't know. if they it's over a hundred, if it's over a hundred total yards, that's fucking that bet that a hundred yards I, rushing. I, I don't think so. There's a snare here where they just let Bell play this game, or he gets the majority of the, the reps and the snaps here, and they just hammer him all day long against the Jets. Well, fucking Hilaire can't catch footballs. Like they're not he, throwing it to him. He, when he does, he drops it in the fucking end zone. Like a, the, he he he. Well, drops, they've also got a lot of calls hold, called back when he scores touchdowns that are on like holding penalties, which like, I think is incredible. Your dude, that's your dude's got your itself. dude's got fucking shitty hands. I'm sorry. He's well, got the second. He's got the second most uh, rushing yards in the league right now behind rushing, but he can't up. catch, and he's got a fucking quarterback that like is and desperate to throw to a running back. All right. Anyway, move on. Here's a good game: Pittsburgh plus three and a half in Baltimore. Yes. For, AFC North supremacy, Chris. Yeah, you want me to take this? Two teams haven't played each other yet, have they? No, they have not played each other. The first time, Pittsburgh plus three and a half on the road. This is the road dog. Yeah, give me Can Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I mean, that last week was exciting, and I'm glad I called the final score while Pittsburgh was up three touchdowns. I was like, this game, I, I, I knew exactly what was going to happen. And it, and that had nothing to do with the refs. That had everything to do with Pittsburgh's inadequacy. The way that they fucking Tomlin just loves to let teams back into games. Baltimore is a much better team, I think, than than the Titans. Just in like well rounded. It's also a rival. It's it's Pittsburgh's number one rivalry. They're gonna get up. Baltimore's gonna get up for this. And at home, like I I think it's disrespectful that Pittsburgh as the only undefeated. The, team in the league is get only getting plus three and a half and maybe this is the game where people are like finally let's stop sleeping on pittsburgh but i'm not one of those people i think baltimore plus or minus three and a half all right so let me ask you this then because this is kind of where i'm on the fence on this one week three kansas city came into baltimore and they they won they were kansas city was plus three and a half as the road dog and they won 34 to 20 yeah was that now that was baltimore's only loss it was Baltimore's only loss, but that offense and that system, and and do you even equate ball, uh, Pittsburgh's offense to sort of Kansas City in, in, in any way or even close? Uh, so I think the people are like saying that there's a it's a Lamar Jackson regression game. Pittsburgh's going to do well against pocket quarterbacks. I just don't like. I think that Jackson can like run all over this team. I I okay. like if that's the offense that they put on the field. I really, I really do think that there's potential for him, for them to just like get every play. That's what, that's what I think. That's the difference to me. Um, But I, but, but I'd be happy to be wrong. 
I would be happy. To sure, of course you, of course you would. Uh, here's okay. So hmm, Matt Canada is scheming up some great shit. Don't get me wrong. Pittsburgh uses a different receiver every game. Like yeah. la- like Chase Claypool had like negative lar- yards last week, and it was right. all Deontay Johnson, who's and Juju actually had a good game. He did. I I mean I Jesus Christ. Deontay Johnson I think's had two concussions this season. Like it's Oof. yeah he's the Austin Collie of of the modern era, but I, which is making me a little nervous, but give me more Ray, Ray McLeod. I don't care. Fuck it. Sure. So what? All right. So, so week three, I went against Baltimore. I, I went with Baltimore as the home favorite. I lost. I think you took Kansas city. I think this time I'm flipping it. I'm going to take Kansas city. I think Baltimore probably wins, but three and a half points in, in sort of a, it's gotta be a close game to me. It, it doesn't make sense that Baltimore blows them out. Uh, I, I feel like I got to take the points and uh, we still go uh, head to head in this game. I like it. All right, quickly, we got to get through these. Let's get okay, through the Tennessee top. minus six in Cincinnati as the road favorite. Uh, Cincinnati's sneaky good. Like you said, they they seem to keep covering here on these things. Burrow had, until Burrow doesn't cover, fucking keep taking them. Yeah, I know. Uh, but I like Tennessee too much here. Uh, I should probably. I feel like I should be taking the home dog here with six points. But I I really sort of impressed with what Tennessee is able to do offensively. I'm gonna go against you. And and just Ooh. as long as backdoor Burrow keeps fucking backdooring us, burrowing yeah. and, burrowing me in yeah. the backdoor, probably keep playing that. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna go that. But one of us is gonna do really well this week, and the other one's gonna suck. It's great. I love it. It's great. Yeah. All right, Sandy. Uh, San Diego. Jeez. L.A. Chargers minus three on the road in Denver. Uh, as much as I like the Chargers and Denver, I think is uh, I I you know they're they're inconsistent maybe at best here. Uh, I feel like Denver at home, even with the altitude and stuff, I think they can kind of, I'm, 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 I'm taking Denver plus three, actually. I have to agree completely for the exact reasons you said. I still like Locke, and I think he's got something. Uh, this team, I think, is for sure going to be back where they were this time, or last year at the beginning of the season. I think that with Von Miller back, I think with like a healthy Cortland Sutton, uh, I think people, they will be everyone's darling again. It's just unfortunate that injuries kind of derailed this team early on in the season. Yeah, I, I mean, I think they're, I, I think with all that, they're like a 500 team at best. I'm just, I'm not high on them. I don't like, I don't like, the, I don't like their head coach. I don't like wh- everything they do, even defensively. They're they're strong against the run, but it, I don't know. Their secondary is trash. I think okay. the Chargers. I wouldn't be surprised here if the Chargers win by 30, two, <laughs> almost three touchdowns. Yeah, but um, you're gonna take Denver. Good for you. Yeah, I'm going to take Denver because I just, I don't know, like Herbert might have a kind of a game where he comes back down to earth playing in Denver here in the altitude. I, I, there's something sneaky there about the rivalry game. I, I feel like I got to take the home dog. I, I'm with, I'm completely with you. All I, right, moving I, on. New Orleans good. minus four in Chicago. Yeah. Against your beloved Foles. Yeah. In Chicago, this game close, not score a lot where I feel like New Orleans, it could put up some points here this is a fun- also over over 44 this is a funny over under uh it's i think this is still an under new orleans takes forever to fucking score like they just mm. don't have the weapons so i to me pick the under on this even though it's like probably the lowest over under line or one of the lowest of the week uh i my gut tells me new orleans and so i'm just gonna go with it give me new orleans minus four against my sh- I'm a little spurned don't get me wrong this is a spurnish <laughs> a spurnish game I'm feeling spurned so uh yeah give me give me the Saints all right uh yeah maybe there's a chance Chicago kind of slows New Orleans down here um New Orleans also is is out a lot of receivers so I th- I think maybe if if 
you know, uh, the receipt, if they get like Sanders and maybe potentially Michael Thomas back, I don't know if that guy ever plays again, uh, in new Orleans, but so this might this might try to change come, come game day, obviously with picking this game, but I'm still, I'm still comfortable taking new Orleans minus four here with, with the thought that they can, they can probably score some points a la the Rams did against Chicago here. Yeah, it's a, you're exactly right. All right. San Francisco plus three in Seattle. I don't know what to make of this game. <laughs> I don't like Seattle. Seattle takes Seattle is the, is the total take your foot off the gas type team. Seattle's defense is turds, dude. And they it's suck. Turds. It's turds. That build. defense is pure shit. And now you've got, and now you've got, Brand, now you've got Brandon Ayuk playing well. Now you've got like Grops playing well. Like, I mean, I, I feel like there's a, Real potential for Seattle to start eating their balls against these like division teams like more and more. I'm, I'm. What the fuck does Pete Carroll do? Like why? Those last two possessions were insane. Like I know I bitch about let Russ cook, but like what the fuck? Like what? Like those play calls were questionable at best. I do not understand why you go that conservative late in the game against a team that's fire. It's weird. It's and, totally and knowing weird. your defense can't stop anybody, and yet you just you sort of punted. When they or, fucking or, when they when they punted in overtime, I was like, I didn't even watch the fucking Cardinals possession. I knew it was over. Like I'm yeah. like, it's two fucking completions, and they kicked a field goal to win. Like, what yeah, the fuck right. are you doing, running the ball twice to fucking? You also you kicked it in the end zone for a touchback, which puts them at the 25, it's 20, fucking 25, it's, it's and then at that point you only need what 30, 40 yards, yeah, basically it, to get in the field goal range. It was like it, it's. I was like, this is, like watching this is where the analytics and all that stuff tells you because like, I don't think people are thinking about that side of the analytics where they don't, the offense who gets the punt back doesn't need that much yardage. They only need a half, half a field to get into field goal position. Yeah. There's it's insane. The, there are a few teams giving up as many points as the Seahawks are this season, uh, especially in the NFC. And they're also, all, I think in the first seven games of, the, of, of a, of a season, I think they've given up the most yards ever or something like really the top like five or something i think it's just silly it's just silly. silly they gotta stop playing their offense is winning them games and they gotta stop realizing that their defense isn't like mm. it's not mm. it, yeah it's a, the the legion of boom is over yeah. uh sunday night <laughs> oh god i hate seeing these fucking teams i i fucking hate when night how games is this, how is this a primetime game why what like are it flexes out is he as he has the 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 America's obsession with the NFC East needs to fucking come to a conclusion. Like oh. anytime I see NFC East teams on, on a primetime game, I get bummed. Didn't we just do Eagles and fucking and, and giants on Thursday? Like this sucks. This sucks. Yeah, I know. Anyway, Dallas is so plus seven seen. and a half uh, <laughs> in Philly. Yeah. Uh, Dallas doesn't even have a starting quarterback. I don't think. Yeah, I don't. I I don't know who's. I think Tony Romo's playing. <laughs> that would be amazing if they just brought him back for the one game. Yeah, Jason Witten. That actually would be kind of cool. It would be amazing. They should do it. That would be. I wonder if they could pull that off. And then he, he should, could call a game. Then he, he should, somewhere. He should call it. exactly right. He should call like <laughs> he should call the one o'clock like New England Buffalo game and fly to and then fly to Philly, which is not that long of a flight. Warm up. And fucking play. That would be incredible. And, Can we and have that? Dal, Mike, I have this whole diatribe about Mike McCarthy and how terrible a coach he is, and he's just basically doing the same shit that he was doing in Green Bay 
and, and players are calling him out for not even talk about a guy that got coaching. like he owes Dak Prescott an edible arrangement because that's what's saving his job. Uh, Philly minus seven and a half at home. I I, I think this one's a kind of a no brainer. Ditto. Although game. knowing Philly and the way they play this season, they're going to lay an egg, and Dallas is going to get a win here. But um, it, yeah, I mean that's that's the story. If you want to bet the story, bet Dallas like just beating the team that is yeah. a rival. But it, the dude who was, I think he was a seventh round draft pick, is going to be their starting quarterback, Narducci or Dinacci or whatever his name is. Like Narducci. I, <laughs> I wish it was fucking Narducci. Hey, you ain't walking not do not just hey. not just getting the call. He fucking Dallas, y'all. Put all your money on him. I saw this guy play at Stedham State. He's fucking great. Feel like, yeah, right. He feels like he should be the Philly <laughs> starting quarterback, actually. Uh, uh, uh all right. Another terrible Monday night game. Why are the Giants in prime time at all? I don't even the beginning of the season, you knew they weren't gonna be good. Why are you putting them in prime time? Especially against the Tampa Bay team. So like, this is not even a rival. What hurts the most is that the Giants like and like they, sh- they're the best. The they're only a game out of first place, and 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 it would give any normal Giants team hope that they could like pull it together and start winning. But holy fuck, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. What's more iconic in New York sports history? Danny Dimes tripping over his own feet and and failing to make a touchdown, or the butt fumble? <laughs> oh, it's the butt fumble, man. It's butt fumble still number one. It's the, oh, it's you, you can't you yeah man that that is like I've never seen anything become a meme faster than Danny Dimes tripping like that was that that was a meme before I saw it actually happen like it, like someone had it like queued up like ready to go it was like oh this is the thing like it's the butt fumble was was I remember on ESPN it it went for months even after the season ended it was still like their top like bad play yeah and it was on Thanksgiving oh, which made it which made it tough okay so yeah, it's not Danny Dimes that was bad um, Superman even when that guy does something good he he still screws it up so they should put um, they should put Danny Dimes falling on the turf and put, uh, with like with Soldier Boy and saying Superman that hoe every time he falls <laughs> the turf Superman the hoe. <laughs> Just on his the Giants. Back, are plus, I think sheet. they're plus twelve hundred to win the division, which maybe not be Dude, might not be. No, the... no, don't. Unless Jeff Hostetler's the backup quarterback, don't do it. Or Dave Brown. <laughs> Dave, goddamn <laughs> Brown. Tampa uh, Bay minus ten and a half all day long. They're covering this shit. Fuck the they're Giants. The Giants are pure. Is way too good. Their shit. offense is way too good. I don't think the Giants can. The Giants has a decent defense, I think, but I, I think over a course of a game, they're going to give up too many, too many points, too much, too many touchdowns. Next week, I'll do a, I'll do a, a stat by stat comparison of Geno Smith versus Danny Times. I bet you it's very similar. <laughs> oh, 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 I can't wait for that one. All right, that 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 does it for our. our we went way over, but I did want to ask you quickly. It's a uh, Halloween's coming up in a couple of days. Do you? What's your favorite horror movie? What's your go to? Like, what should I be watching? What what? What horror movie would would I would you suggest I watch? Uh, man, come on, this is quick. This is just like what I don't have. I don't have one. What you don't like horror yeah. movies? I, I I do, but I don't. They're not all of them. Are just sort of like they're more dumb and fun than anything. I well, yeah, like. dumb and fun and super full scary, of cum. What, it, what, uh, what? No, not I didn't say super scary. Give me like your. Uh, what's a good one? Uh, man, I would go back just like check out like we rewatch the like the original Halloween actually. I've never seen it. I've never watched it's, it. It's like it's sort of that it's all that in like anticipation like horror right where you're just sort of oh like oh god like what you know what's gonna happen here what's gonna 
I saw. So it's actually that's actually a pretty decent one. I think. Okay, with a the only one with a hermaphrodite. I'm gonna recommend. Uh, I watched this the other night. It's surprisingly good. Still it holds up. Great acting. Uh, I know what you did last summer. Check it out. Ooh. It's got Ryan Phillippe, Freddie Prince Jr., mm-hmm. Sarah, uh, uh, Je- Jennifer Love Hewitt, and Sarah Michelle Gellar. Like that is a that's an all star cast if you ask me. And, and probably one of Drew Barrymore's like best. That's Scream. That's a different like movie. A- Five that, minute that's, you know, part. That's Scream. That's an entirely different movie, but good try. Way to go. Oh, great. Oh, right. <laughs> ah, damn it. Whatever. And on that note, have yourself Bye. a fucking great weekend. Woo! <laughs>